Don't listen to this episode unless you want to blow up on TikTok, find out the number one secret if you want to start an agency, and how to network in your 20s. Come on, come on, let's have it! Welcome to the Freedom Lifestyle Podcast with your hosts, Callum Webber and Jacob Ingamgore. With TikTok nowadays, I think it is just about consistency. Set alarms and just post as much as you can on TikTok because consistency will get you to where you need to be. Here we are then. So we're back with the Freedom Lifestyle podcast. And it's a bit of a special day for all of us here today. Like me and uh, obviously Jacob, we're on like pretty much every single podcast. So, sometimes, <laughs> so, sometimes, uh, sometimes Jacob disappears and leaves me to it. But we, we're, 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 a, we're a duo today and we have rented out a fat mansion um, in Essex for the whole day. Um, and we also, it's not just me and Jacob just chipped into this gaff. So quite a lot of people's chipped into making this a crazy day. Like we're literally turning this into a movie, but we got our man, George with us today. He's only 19 years old and he's chipped in for this mansion with us today yeah, because to give a bit of context to the listeners, he's launching his OnlyFans agency today. So on this podcast, we're going to go deep into how to blow up on social media because my man George, 19, has got over 300,000 followers on TikTok already and he's about to blow up an OnlyFans agency and he's absolutely smashing the game. So I'm going to flip it straight over to you, George. Before we talk about OnlyFans, like Flip back to like the start of like your entrepreneurial journey. Like when did you start? And like obviously fast forward to where you are now. Yeah, of course, hey George, of before we start, lad. Let's let's get it in. Let's all do a shot. <laughs> you know I'm not into alcohol anymore. Man. I'm, not, I'm getting peer pressured, and that's not peer like peer pressured, lad. Cheers, Come boys. On, Cheers, boys. Right, let's have it. Hang you. Oh, Jacob, oh. Jacob's being a menace oh. today. Oh. Cop, i you, Callum. George, lad. So I got a chaser. <laughs> yeah, so basically, um, obviously I've been, so before I've done all the OnlyFans stuff, going back to kind of like day zero, really, um, I've always kind of been interested in like, you know, I've never really wanted, um, sorry, I've never really gone down the route of like, you know, going to getting a job, paying like getting paid hourly and stuff like that. I've always tried to like make my own money in, in my own ways. So, you know, like I've always done like a few different things. Like originally when I like I'd say my childhood goal was to like become a music producer. That's what I what I was, you know, trying to be at the time. Um, but, you know, things have drifted on from that. And I kind of saw that um, social media is a really good marketing tool for kind of any industry at all. Like it's it's crazy how much you can do just from social media. So then that was when my TikTok was born. Um, I kind of did it as a bit of a joke in high school with some of my mates and stuff like that. And then I started getting, I think in the first couple of weeks, I was starting to do like 400,000 views per video, which was, yeah, it was mad. And the thing is, back then with TikTok, it was so, so, so easy to to, to get views and stuff. But still, 400,000 people was mad like yeah, to me at the time. Yeah. Like, just and you were at school? In, yeah. yeah, bro. I was in, I was in, like, I was in like year 10 in, in, wow. in school. So. What were like the videos that you're doing? Like, what was the type of content? Bro, TikTok's changed so much. Like, I think, I think at the time it was like, loads of like just comedy videos and sketches and stuff with like mates from school and stuff like that but we never took it really like too seriously so we kind of uh we kind of took it from there and uh and then obviously with tiktok it's such a fast-paced app we've kind of just i've just changed the content as of when i need to um but yeah no as i said i, I started um started on tiktok um you know started posting all of these videos with my mates and i thought you know what if i can do it with my mates i might as well do it on my own um you know i was leaving school and stuff like that so i was like right i need to actually you know set it in now i need to start taking it seriously so i uh, obviously still wanted to be a music producer at this point so i went to college for i think it was four and a half weeks um, to do a music production course but because i was already uh, producing music i kind of found it a little bit like 
I don't know, it was just a little bit of a waste of time for me. Like, I already knew what I was doing and I was being taught things twice that I'd already taught myself like years ago. So um, yeah, anyway, I kind of, I sacked off college four and a half weeks in, um, dropped out. Um, and then, yeah, I basically started my, my actual journey on TikTok where I started posting, you know, I started getting ads in and stuff like that. Like it was, it was quite a sweet crossover to be fair, because there wasn't like a gap in the middle where I was like, I'm going to go for it. It was when, it was when I was in college was when I started blowing up and I was getting stuff sent across to me like, oh, you can do this TikTok video for a grand. And I'd be like, oh my God, like people want to pay. Uh, to be fair, it probably wasn't a grand at the time. It was probably like 500 pounds, but still at the time like, I was like, oh, oh my God, like I can make some serious money from it. So yeah, basically kind of went from there, um, you know, then started, you know, earning more and more and more money as it went on and started posting different content and stuff like that. Um, I got invited to some like create a house in London uh, and started posting, you know, started connecting in the industry with new creators and stuff and started doing collabs. Um, and yeah, kind of just took it from there. And um, you know, yeah, I haven't looked back since and just kind of been growing my TikTok from then. And obviously in the last like four months, I've, I've done like a few different agencies over the years. I've had like a, uh, an events company as well in there. I've done like a few different events and stuff before. So I know what I'm doing with events. This was when I was like 17, 18. Um, and then uh, I kind of, as I said, I've been for the last year, I've just been kind of, I've been doing really well on social. So I've just kind of been living off that. Um, but I think now it's uh, over the last four months, it's definitely time to, to put an actual, uh, you know, business plan in place. Because at the end of the day, social media doesn't last forever. It has a kind of expiry date for a lot of people. You know, you, you can't keep it going for, for years and years and years and years. So, you know, so I, um, yeah, basically I've just, you know, thought, thought about my business plan, got everything sorted. The first month's always the hardest with OnlyFans agencies and stuff, because obviously you have to get all the models in, you have to get the back end sorted. That's the main thing. Like you have to get people to run these accounts for them, stuff like that. Um, yeah, it's a lot of work to do. So the first month was a little bit slow, but the second month we started, you know, getting a good amount of money in. We got a few big creators and then from there, it's just been zooming. It's been doing really well. And then that kind of brings me up to where I am today. Well, yeah, mate, you're 19 years old. That is a mad story, man. So yeah. Where do you see, obviously you just launched OnlyFans, which yep. is, is, is a mad business model in itself. Yeah, it's crazy. And it's fucking great, I love it. And um, then... <laughs> <laughs> we all do. We all do, mate. Fucking make money looking at fit birds. <laughs> but anyway, um, where do you see like the next year? So you, let's say we sit here right now, right? We're doing another podcast a year from now in like Dubai, some naughty fucking penthouse suite or whatever. And we're doing another podcast. And I'm like, share your story of what's happened over the last year. What, like, what does the next year look like for you, George? 2023, I've got very, very, very big plans. Like, you know, I don't want to just like do what I did last year because there was a lot of like me lazing about just kind of doing a video here and there and making some decent money off socials. But this year, I'm putting a full graft in. I mean, this time next year, I want to be. I want to have the, you know at least two of the top 10 creators in the UK. I want to definitely explore um, uh, Europe and uh, to be fair, worldwide in general, I definitely want Your to explore class. that. Yeah, especially for like you know the 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 only sure. the thing is with the OnlyFans industry, it's only really been explored uh, in the UK like a lot, but US and and you know Europe and other places, it's just it's just a bit untouched. So I really see a, a good uh, a good market for that. Um, so yeah, that's kind of my my uh, my my goal in a year. But at the end of the day, like I want to be. Like right now, I'm comfortable on money. Do you know what I mean? But next year, I want to be like, I just want to be able to go to the club and like splash like 10k bottle fuck show. Like it's nothing. Yeah, like yeah. fuck you, money. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, 
Yeah, we're just uh, I'm a big believer in setting like short-term goals. I don't want to like you know think too far in the future. I think if you set small goals and, and work your way to it, you can you're going to be more likely to get there rather than if you just set one goal and then Amazing. you know you get muddled up with it. Do you know what I mean? So one thousand percent. I think it's good. Like you've got that long-term vision, but I think sometimes <laughs> it's good. It's like let's just tackle the thing in front of us. Like how can I? make money while I, I travel abroad how can I get a better place to live in how can I fucking just get some decent club or whatever yeah. you hit that goal then it's like okay now I'm at this level and increase my value of as course. a man what's the, what's the game plan after that yeah, what's yeah, the game yeah. plan after that it's hit the next milestone next milestone yeah. and eventually you're like oh fucking hell I've, I've come all this way and I, I yeah. am on you know I'm in this fuck you kind of yeah, place in my yeah, life exactly so, yeah exactly yeah, in yeah. terms of as well in terms of obviously like say if someone's listening to this podcast right here right now um, and they want to start an OnlyFans agency or they want to start any agency whether that's like a marketing agency like what is like your num- like your strongest piece of advice that you could give someone listening to this now so that they can go into it and absolutely smash it I think the best piece of advice I could give is before you work on the image of your brand, you get the back end stuff sorted first. That is so crucial. And that's what I kind of fucked up on when in the first month, to be fair. Like I, I was so focused on, you know, because I've done social media, I was so focused on getting the socials looking sick and getting a sick logo. But that is not what is important. Like that's where I messed up. And, you know, you learn from your mistakes. But at the end of the day, I'm, I'm where I am today. But definitely, I mean, from back end, what I mean by that is I mean, uh, you know, getting um, people to run the OnlyFans accounts for you, um, you know, any admin you know i've got rachel here who's my who's my pa and she does all my admin for me you know you need to make sure you've got a good uh like a a good set of people around you to also support you with your business i feel like you definitely need to have people there it's very very hard to do something by yourself um you know and just kind of like go out and network with people as well like i think that's the the best thing to do like so many of my contacts that helped me out with my business have kind of come from me just being out and about out and about events and uh various things like that and i think that is absolutely crucial because at the end of the day it's not what you know it's who you know oh mate we say that all the time and network is network is everything and you also touched you touched on two serious value points there number one is you you've already got a pa like you're a 19 year old and you've got a pa because you get it you get how much your time's worth but like oh, yeah. what i like to say is if you want to create a successful business then you is jacob look at jacob's a menace tonight <laughs> jacob's a menace tonight you put me in a, a, a mansion with a load of if you want to create a successful business then uh, say if you've got goals to be you know to make a million pound business or a multi-million or even billion like i don't know how big you think but why are you doing 10 pound tasks like you want to be getting rid of any tasks that number one you can delegate and then also number two that you're not like you don't specialize with it yeah if you don't specialize with admin then find someone who specializes with with admin you're creating opportunities for people and then you're also creating more time for yourself. And in business, time is everything. And yeah, then of course. your number two point was the networking. And this is the problem with a lot of um, a lot of lads in their 20s and, you know, they stay in their hometown forever. Like to you, George, how important is it to like branch out from your hometown? Like you spend a lot of time in Dubai. Like how important is that to you, George? It's, it's, it's crucial, boys, to be fair. Like, as I said, I think when you stay in your hometown, you get so caught up with the the town drama and all of that kind of stuff that like, is very, very small minded, I feel like. And I don't mean that in a bad way. Like obviously if you're happy with that and you're, you know, you're happy in life, then by all means stick it. But for me personally, if you want to do well in life, the first thing you need to be thinking when you're turning 17, 18 is find a way to get out. Even if it's, you know, you're going to uni or you're doing something else, but find a way to get out of your hometown because you will stay in that small minded, uh, small mindset, like for the rest of your life, if you don't, you know, 
get out because I feel like people just kind of stay in, they, they feel comfortable. You need to, you know, go and try things and go and experience things. Otherwise, you know, you're not, yeah, as Cal, yeah, you, you know, yeah, you're not, you're not going to get anywhere. So, um, yeah, I definitely think it's very, very crucial to, to kind of get out of your hometown. Definitely. It's, it's bang on that. And I actually, um, just to add to that as well, I was stoned the other day. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Stop> me too. <laughs> and uh, I had this thought come to me and I was like, you know, when you stay in your hometown, you're doing your thing, you're in your normal routine, you're going to do your job and stuff, whatever. You don't, like, you see your mates, but you don't really kind of, there's no reason to push yourself to go out and meet of new course. people. But when you're bopping around, you plunk yourself in a brand new location, you may be on your own, maybe with a couple of you, whatever. Like, you're in a, a brand new environment where it's like you have no choice but to go out and meet new people. And naturally, you'll go to new places, see new things, and you'll, you'll network, and you'll meet new people. And the more that you bop around, the more that that'll happen. Oh, yeah. And you just you build and build and build on your network, your network, your network. Like, most of my network has actually come from out of my hometown is when I've been bopping around. Yeah, so same as me. Networking equals your net worth, doesn't it? Yeah. You've like created a lot for yourself at like 19 years old. Have you like invested in yourself in terms of like education or have you invested more time into learning skills? Like talk more about like how you've been able to create such a success from at such a young age. To be fair, as I said, it's always it's always been my interest. Like business has always been one of my my top priorities and interests in my life. Um but I feel like like you know, I haven't in terms of money in terms of you know, paying for education. I haven't really put a lot of money in. I think there's a lot of information online now where you can kind of get for free. There's YouTube, like YouTube has probably been my biggest teacher, if you like. Everything that I've ever learned really has come from YouTube videos and tutorials and stuff like this and just kind of searching the web for stuff. And at the end of the day, like you try things that you see online. If it doesn't work, you just go to the next video and try the next thing. Um, so, you know, I definitely think, I definitely think that, you know, kind of, I don't think you need to invest a lot in terms of your education to be able to get somewhere in life. I feel like you definitely just need to look in the right places. And I feel like it is out there for little to nothing. So, Like the Freedom yeah. Lifestyle podcast. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? And then the membership area. <laughs> <laughs> Which is pennies. <laughs> yeah. Mate, that's an absolute belter. So normally this is something we ask at the end of the podcast, but I'm, I'm actually intrigued at the answer. I'm going to ask you now. What does your freedom lifestyle look like to you? My freedom lifestyle, what well, as in as in what? It's my, just life. What, like, like, what, what, what does it mean to you? Yeah. What does it mean to you? Yeah. To be fair, as I said, I just want to get to that fuck you money. Like that is a freedom lifestyle for me. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, as I said, I, if I want to go do something right now. I can probably nine times out of 10 afford to do it, but I, I want to do it like without even thinking about it and be yeah. like, oh yeah, what's how much is that going to take away? Oh yeah, we'll have this left. Don't, I don't want to think about that. Yeah. I just want to go out and have have the kind of money where I don't have to look at price tags. Do you know what I mean? Just just look at it, buy it, do whatever you want, live live my best life. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much what it means to me. Freedom, man. Yeah, love exactly. it, love it. So not like not stressing about money. Yeah, yeah, not stressing. Being able yeah. to do what you want, having, yeah, that, having that fuck you money. Yeah. In terms of obviously, like you've blown up on TikTok, and I know you you got in early, so you obviously you you mentioned it yourself. You got a bit of an advantage because it's it's changed a lot now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If if like a lot of our listeners that want to blow up on TikTok now, like from what you've seen in terms of like trends and stuff, like what's your like 
your number one piece of advice you could give someone if they want to blow up TikTok? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think there's a there's a lot there's a lot of trends you know you can you can do and stuff like that. But I don't think it's necessarily about the trends. I think with TikTok nowadays, I think it is just about consistency. Um, if Love you that. If, if you're posting every, to be fair, like when I when I was grinding TikTok, I was posting three four times a day. I would sit down for like 24 hours and just film hundreds of TikToks. So I had stuff to post over the coming weeks. And the best thing to do is to just have set alarms and just post as much as you can on TikTok because consistency will get you to where you need to be. It is a lot harder than it used to be to blow on TikTok. But if you have the graft and you're grafting 10 times harder than everyone else and you're you know posting three, four, five times a day, you will blow. There, there is no, no doubt about it at all. If you're posting that many times a day, then you know, you will blow. And as I said, a lot of people are like, oh, I'm trying TikTok, but it's not really working out. It's not as easy as it used to be. Yes, I get it to a certain extent, but at the same time, you they're, they're not doing the right things. They won't be, you know, you also have to spend a lot of time on TikTok and watch other people's content to kind of, you know, make your own and, and, and know what's doing well. But at the same time, as I said, going back to my point before, you have to be consistent and that will be what they're getting wrong is their consistency. That's powerful. And consistency is everything. And me and Jacob like talk a lot about the compound effect. And you might be consistent for a month or two months and you'd be like, oh, I'm not getting the results now. But if you're consistent continuously, you, the, the, the actions you're taking today, you're going you're gonna to reap the rewards in the next 90 days or the next six months. But having that consistent action, let the compound effect work its magic and, and stay and stay focused. I'm intrigued about this OnlyFans thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course you are. Right? <laughs> so you're basically getting paid to chat and look at fit naked birds. Pretty much. <laughs> hey, what a business plan. Any lad in your 20s listen to this? What a perfect vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> Jake is going to sack off the freedom lifestyle. <laughs> freedom lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only joking. <laughs> um, yeah, mate, that's, that's a belter then. So if you could give, so obviously you've got a lot going on, mate. You've got an entrepreneurial head on you right now. If you could give any piece of advice right now to a lad in his 20s listening to this he wants to start a business or he just he just wants to feed him lifestyle basically that what what's like the one key piece of advice that you give him right now no as i said i think like it is with everything not just tiktok i'm going to go back to the point again about consistency because yeah. consistency will get you to where you need 100%. to be if you have the graft and you put in the graft you'll definitely get where you need to be but also you've got to remember you have got to, you've got to, you've got to invest time and also money in certain in certain cases i think you know if you have to go out and you have to get you know a, a 10 pound an hour job or a 9 pound an hour job to you know get a little bit of money behind you first to start a business. I think that's really crucial as well. I don't think, I think a lot of lads nowadays are like, oh no, I don't want to do a nine to five. I just want to go straight into to a business. And in that sense, I've been lucky. I think a lot of lads, you know, struggle with the, the mental health side of it. And like, oh, I don't want to be seen as like broke or anything like that. But I, I genuinely think if, you know, you could do it on the, on the sly, you can go get a nine to five and just quickly, you know, make, make, make a few grand in a few months, put that behind you and then put it towards, you know, what you want to do. As I said, you have to, you have to have money or you have to invest money to make money in a lot of cases. Yeah. So that's probably an, another bit of advice. Like don't be afraid of, you know, going out and, and getting that job, even if it is just for a few months to, you know, cause it's, it's easy money at the end of the day. You have to put a little bit of a graft and obviously I get, but at the same time you can just, you know, build up a little bit of money behind you if you don't have any and then take it from there. Love that. I love that. And you mentioned as well, you, you mentioned a bit about mental health. Obviously you're in the OnlyFans industry and like obviously you know, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of stigma about OnlyFans on, on 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 the social media and stuff like that. 
do you find obviously do you have to deal with like the like help people through like mental health like some of your clients as well it's, it's an interesting point the thing is the thing that i don't find at all in OnlyFans. obviously there's a huge stigma around it and i completely get that but i have never ever had a model or anyone i've spoken to have ne- has never had a model that will that has complained or said oh this is really like um you know like affecting my mental health because the money is so ridiculous in OnlyFans. i think when the girls get to a certain point when they're making 10 12 13k a month basically just from posting a few photos or sending me over some videos content whatever and we we do it all for them i think that it just like it 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 doesn't really affect them because they see how much money they're making they have that freedom lifestyle yeah and 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 they can go out and do what they want so in terms of mental health i actually haven't had to deal with with anything do you know what i mean like because it's it's just it's, it's giving them the freedom do you know what i mean don't you think it's mad that like some girls are getting like millionaires from posting pictures of their feet <laughs> yeah it is crazy it is crazy yeah <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You would not pay for you would not pay for Jacob's feet. Like George, you haven't found a client with Jacob for only fans. I mean I've got I've got I've got a lot of contacts, so I'll let you know, bro. Before we like wrap this podcast up then, George, like where can people find you on social media? Obviously, well, you've got over 300 k on TikTok. Like, what's your TikTok handle? Like, we'll get connected with him because he's 19 years old and he is living a different, different life to to what many 19-year-olds and to what many people ever live. So I've got, so my TikTok is at Flipsy, just F-L-I-P-S-Y. My Instagram is Flipsy, but it's F-L-I-P-S-S-Y-Y because I still can't get that username yet. I'm really annoyed about that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to have to do something. Um, And then obviously my agency is uh, Apex, the agency, at Apex, the agency with two X's on the Apex. Um, we'll bang um, it all in the description as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's perfect. That's perfect. But um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. So George, I've actually got a question for you. Like, obviously, Go a lot of, a lot of listeners obviously know about OnlyFans, but like, how does actually like running an OnlyFans agency actually work? So there's a few different elements. So obviously. We have the social media side and the marketing side, but I'm going to cover the back end first because I feel like that's that's the, the crucial part. So obviously, with an OnlyFans agency, the whole idea of it is basically all that the model has to do is she has to upload content to one of our, our folders and then we do everything from there. So it's literally just taking a few photos, videos, like every week and, and uploading them and that's it for them. With us, what we do is we um, we have people that will run their account for them. So all of the people that subscribe and message them will be replied by someone else that's obviously not her, but obviously they the, the, the people that message them won't know any different. Um, <laughs> until which is, now. Yeah, until now, but yeah, but yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. So that's how that's how it works. Um, obviously, they will speak to them, you know, get them to pay for things, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, that's, that's kind of the back end side of it. That's the, that's the trickiest part to get. Cause you have to get people that are actually experienced in, in speaking to people and, you know, being able to actually sell, sell content to people. Um, but then, yeah, after that, it's kind of just like the marketing side. So we basically give all of our models content plans. So we, um, basically send them, uh, TikToks of previous models that we've either managed or people that are on currently. And we send them content videos. So we'd send them TikToks, Twitter posts, Instagrams, and basically we, we give them the ideas and they go away and basically do the content because it's pretty easy um and then yeah kind of from there you know we have a few different methods of getting subs and stuff you know we use twitter reddit there's so many different things we can use even tinder tinder's a good one you know we we sign the girls up on um 
on Tinder profiles and the, the guys obviously want to swipe because they want to fuck. People like Jacob. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then they just send the OnlyFans link and uh, yeah, it goes from there and, and it is a, a ser- we can get a serious amount of subscribers in just from doing those things. It's very, very simple. The whole business model is very simple, but you kind of have to know the right people and do the right things to, you know, to, to get it to, to any kind of good size so love it love it. Lifestyle, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got something to say to you boys I've already been on this podcast one chair and you can see me on the camera right now surprise appearance this boy is George Phillips yeah he is a boy's boy and I'll tell you this now yeah because I'll tell you something for a fact he works very fucking hard this boy is one of six figures as a teenager like listen to me when I say that yeah he's one of six figures as a teenager People go to university, right? People go to university and they work six years to come out on a six-figure job. Listen to me when I say this boy has run up six figures as a teenager. <laughs> if that is not enough to make you realise that you are stuck in the system, I, I tell you now, yeah, I know they've done a, a solid podcast with this boy right right here, yeah, but he is my fucking brother for life. It's, it's very rare that you find people who have loyalties to you and that will stick by your side, but I just want to come on here interrupt the podcast and say right now yeah this boy here is a solid boy and watch out for his name thank you for listening to the freedom lifestyle podcast myself and jacob run a free community on whatsapp with over 200 entrepreneurial lads in their 20s escaping the rat race without doing it alone feeling overwhelmed and burning out I don't know whether you want to scroll down now, click the Freedom Lifestyle community link, take a short quiz in under two minutes to join for free. I can't wait to see you in there.